Welcome to our Spiritual Spotlight series, where we explore the vast and mysterious world of spirituality. Whether you're seeking guidance on your spiritual journey, interested in learning more about different spiritual practices and beliefs, or simply looking for inspiration to deepen your connection with the divine, then this is a show just for you. Join us as we delve into topics such as mindfulness, meditation, manifestation, energy healing, and much more. Our aim is to provide a safe and inclusive space for all listeners to explore their spirituality and connect with like-minded individuals. So grab a cup of tea, get comfortable, and let's journey together on the path of spiritual awakening. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of It's Me, Not You. Today, I'm joined by my two fabulous co-hosts. Hello, Jake. Hello, everybody. How are you? Melissa. Hello. (laughs) Hello. So on today's podcast episode, uh, Melissa has come up with an amazing idea of what the dead have taught us. And I'm going to start with Melissa. And Melissa, give us some things that you feel the dead have taught you. Well, I think it's interesting. Every time I do a mediumship reading, um, I usually get a lot of foods that come through uh, and just how family can really be tied to a certain dish Mm. or a recipe, you know, whether it's a recipe for bread or yeah, you're going to hear a lot of stuff because the three of us are actually sitting together. Chaos is happening (laughs) everywhere, Um, but at least the, the recording is still going. So I so do to think, right. So I do think food ties a lot of people together and, you know, I kind of wonder what's going to happen in the future. If everyone's just going to be like, Ooh, I'm getting the sense of McDonald's or Moe's or like where to pull that recipes anymore. It's all just, Oh, look at that charcuterie board. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a butter board? Right. <laughs> I love that. So, um, so you, do you feel like the dead have imparted like recipes? Are you telling us that, Hey, enjoy what you want to eat? Like, what what do you, what's the lesson from that? The lesson is those family dinners, the family time around real food, taking that time with intention to build love into Mm -hmm. your meals for that is what is sustaining your body. It's Mm -hmm. sustaining your spirit and it's keeping the family ties together. Nice. Jake, when you kind of hear that question, what the dead has taught you, what what comes to mind for you? Mm, So, I mean, there's two aspects to that. I think about it on more of a professional level, working with clients. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think chiefly what pops up for me is talking about kind of making sure that we come to peace with everything, all of our conflicts, Mm -hmm. and especially Mm -hmm. with unresolved things with family and friends in this life. It's um, always make sure that you're speaking your truth and making sure that you get your point of view across. Yeah. Um, Because I think it happens far more than off, you know, far more often than not that we run into people and clients that are looking for conflict resolution with somebody who's passed on over something that they argued about decades ago. You know, that's sad. Yeah. So it is, it's a shame that sometimes we don't find the words for what we're feeling. So it's always a reminder to do check-ins and make sure that we're being clear Mm -hmm. um, with our loved ones and the people around us. Um, 
on more of like a personal level I've <laughs> done a lot of work just in through mediumship I am very thankful to work with the dead on a personal level um they've actually taught me a lot of things regarding my own craft oh wow yeah when I got the idea to start doing spell candles actually it was through dream work actually wow it was through dream work and I'm believing it was from an ancestor but I just remember this really vivid dream of being in this wooden cabin with this woman and her just sitting me down with these really tall candles and yeah. showing me how to dress them, how to anoint them, how to wish something into oh. them. Yeah. So it was really quite special. And from there I was like, Oh, I think I've got to start making these. Yeah. Um, and it, so it's really funny how that's happened. And then that's kind of a similar way of how I started integrating, you know, different types of spirit or different types of energy in my Reiki sessions. Yeah. Um, just cause I would be approached by them or even through channeling. Mm-hmm. Um, we would kind of have a chit chat where all of a sudden you'd be working with somebody and an ancestor steps, steps forward because they want to kind of give some of that too. Yeah. And so I think it's really fascinating to see, you know, when we step back, open ourselves up to kind of that old fashioned way of learning from our ancestors, yeah. which I think gets lost upon us, you know, in 2023. Yeah. So I think it's also to circle back to the point of what the dead has taught us is to make sure that, that if we have values or we have ceremony Mm -hmm. or family um, traditions that we really value make sure we're taking time to pass that on to the new ones or if we don't have direct family members that Mm -hmm. we can share that with pass it on to a loved one or a a friend yeah um, a confidant or a younger generation it makes you kind of think about like you can't google everything Mm -mm, some things need to be handed down generation to generation Mm -hmm. especially that kind of knowledge i think in a more practical sense um, is that we need to make sure that we have our shit in order. Yes. So yes. when you are in, and maybe this is a graphic kind of conversation, but if you're, you know, going to be passing and dying and crossing over, you should have your business and your affairs in order. Like you guys, we've talked about like, you know, when you die, do you want to be cremated? Mm-hmm. Do you right. want to be buried in a tree? Do you want to be in a cemetery? Like, where, where do you want to go? Where do you want to be buried? Like, how do you want your um, ceremony when you've passed away to be? Do you want people to have a party? Do you want people to go to the church and pray and cry and do whatever? Or you're like, I'm good. I'm out. It doesn't matter. I'm no longer here. My body's not here. Mm-hmm. You know? And also, like you've said, Melissa and Jake, too, like having your will in place, your living will, your living will in place, your, your, you know, your most in place. If you're older, like, do you want to be hooked up to tubes and on a ventilator and a feeding tube? And when you get to that, where you're incapacitated, you may not be able to express your wishes and you may not be able to say, I don't want this. Like I'm ready to go where I've seen being a nurse and working in hospice family members have sustain life only because they emotionally cannot move them on. And it's like, my perception, and maybe I'm wrong, is that they're suffering. Mm -hmm. And you're prolonging life when they're ready to go. Like it's, let spirit go. And it's, it's sad. And I think it's also a larger conversation for a lot of people is that we're afraid to talk about death and dying, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's like, it's a difficult conversation, because people don't want to let go. And, you know, there's a lot of fear around death and, and it's sad. And you guys both, you know, as being professional mediums, and like you said, you've been able to learn a lot from the other side. And I guess you both probably have experienced in both of your sessions where, like you said, regret loss. And I mean, how do you, how do you help a client with that, with somebody that's crossed over Jake? <laughs> 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 What's up? 
How do I help a client with that? I think kind of first and foremost, it's allowing whoever that is, that loved one to kind of step forward and to first and foremost, validate, validate their, their existence. Mm-hmm. So validate that life after death connection. And then from there, honestly, I do a little bit of a sit back because at first I tried being a little bit too forward and yeah. too trying to dig in and trying to unwind the wires myself. And sometimes I think even the most gentlest and kind of easiest messages yeah. are the most profound ones, you know, to mm-hmm. validate that day to day and just their own signs and symbols afterwards. Yeah. Um, so usually spirit, it's different. I can't yeah. say that there's like a stamper way that you tackle it every time. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I let spirit kind of run its course. Yeah in whatever way it needs to. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's sarcasm, sometimes it's humor, and sometimes it's, it's bluntness. Yeah. You know, um, it's funny how everybody's a little bit different. And yeah. I think that the way we take grief is it's a little different. different. Yeah. yeah. And the way that you would perceive somebody should receive that kind of message with a certain kind of inflection might not be the way that they actually do. You know, yeah. it's really interesting. I've found in this practice that when I think that I've got that, that, stamper kind of go-to way of doing things that's where it kind of messes me up where mm-hmm. I try to hold too tight to a, oh, wow. a format yeah if that makes sense it does it's you almost know, like when you when you hold on to things too tight it's like it constricts and you can't really allow the energy to flow the way that it needs to yeah I think that's the humor with with spirit you know at, at least with my personal engagement is that yeah. they like to kind of throw a banana peels every once in a while <laughs> so <Fun>. yeah <laughs> now um how about for you Melissa Like, do you have clients that come to you that feel like they have unresolved? And I know, Jake, you said this in the beginning, like we should feel comfortable to resolve issues, talk openly with our loved ones, because there are times and you guys get a lot of these clients that are, you know, they, they, they have heartache and they have loss because they didn't get to say something or they didn't resolve an issue. And Melissa, what are some examples of how you've kind of helped clients work through that? So you know, a lot of them come with obviously a lot of grief, which is love that they didn't get to express. So sit on the love side of it versus the loss side. Cause even though we're losing something or someone Mm -hmm. they're getting welcome home, like it is a celebration for them. They get to be, yeah, it is welcome home. Um, but, but it's mostly what can you do now? I don't think you should wait until you get old. I think everybody should have a living will. I, I agree. Everybody should have it written out. What do you want? I agree. Because if you don't know what you want and you leave it for others, you create divide in the family. There's a sometimes never heals. True. I don't know how many people I've been through that the family is divided. And then grief, everybody grieves differently. Some just take and it's material possessions mm-hmm. and ripping houses apart and ripping families and apart fighting and fighting and, and who gets the photos and who gets this. And it's like, that who is not at all right. What that person wanted. Yeah. Um, so I think it's important to look at what can you, what can you do now? And sometimes the healing isn't as much for the person sitting in front of me, but it's for the spirit. Mm. I see them as gray and they're kind of on the healing couch when they need to know that you forgive them for blah, 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 you know, or to be able to come through. And, you know, it's like you said, you connect with them and it's like, look, I know they wouldn't have said that I'm sorry when they are here, but they are sorry, mm-hmm. you know? And so you have to give the version of them that they were when they were here yeah. before they had some of their healing, because they'd be like, look, she was, a she would never have said, I'm sorry. She would never have taken account for like any yeah. kind of stuff, you know? So you do, you give that validation and then you go into, no, I really am sorry. I know that this is how yeah. it affected you. 
Um, that's interesting with your life. It's like an interesting thing that we have to kind of do as healers to almost remind the spirit to step back into that, um, like human form that human ego for a moment to remember. Oh, I I was like this. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. The personality, the, the likeness, all that stuff pre, um, crossing over and learning the lessons and going off to whatever other lifetimes you decide to live in the meantime. Yeah. Cause I mean, remember, you know, the time's linear, so we've already passed on. We've already, yeah. we're being born right now too. We're already having our next life. Multidimensional beings. All of it. Yeah. 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 So it's yeah. almost like you have to kind of remind, remind the spirit, Gotcha. you know, so it's an interesting kind of tug and pull. So, and I know that everybody here can relate to that. Um, and I know most people have a hard time being emotional. Most people have a hard time saying, you know, I appreciate for you for this. Uh, this bothers me when you do this, mm. but the lifetime of living with the regrets of not having that mm-hmm. conversation yeah. just from the clients I've seen far outweighs the perceived trauma that you're going to go through. If you have the conversation now. Yeah. I mean, we as healers, I, I mean, I guess it's just humans as a human, we perceive things that, you know, we may need to have a difficult conversation with someone and we're uncomfortable with having that difficult conversation because I don't, I don't want, let's say I'm, I'm having a disagreement with Jake. I'm not, but let's say I am. And I, I perceive some sort of, you know, ill intent or something like that. And I probably worked it up a lot higher in my mind. That's actual reality. And if I just have a conversation with him, Hey, this is how I feel. Can we, are we able to move forward? He'll be like, yeah, absolutely. I'm sorry. And then we move on. But I couldn't imagine having like 30 years of unpacked you know, right. grief and trauma. And my mom did this to me. And my grandma did this to me. And my, my husband did that to me. Like, Oh, I just, that just sounds so sad to have to hold on to all that anger and animosity. And then, like you said, they come over and they're like, Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. And this and that. And I'm like, the fuck? like right. that just sounds hard. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them <laughs> wish they had traveled or they wish they had done more. Oh yeah. Like, like what's your bucket list? And start living your bucket list now. Start doing the things that you really want to do and not like, yeah, I, I I think about that myself. Like, okay, well, I work a full-time job. I do all of this stuff. Well, what do I want to do to have fun? What's my legacy? What's my impact? What, what do I want to learn? What do I want to experience? And then it's like, you get the money and this and that and all the responsibilities. But then I'm like, is this what life is really about to be, to be this this restrictive and like, no, it's not like God wants me or spirit, whomever wants me to live an abundant, prosperous, beautiful life with amazing relationships and having fun. And so it's, it's for me, it's a reminder of these are things that I I really need to work on and I really need to focus on and not always be hustle and grind and being a mom and being a partner and being a friend. And I got to live my life. Yeah. Play. I gotta play. <laughs> it's hard. I mean, when you have responsibilities, it's it's hard to remember to gotta have fun. I've never had anyone say from the other side, I wish I had worked more. Yeah, I wish I had taken things too more seriously. Right? No, no. I wish I really paid those bills. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I don't even know why, but it just kind of sat yeah. with me too as we're talking. And I think that it's even like a good point of view to like even say that, you know, as much as I would love to say conflict resolution would be my goal to see for everybody or to make sure yeah. we're at peace with everything. But we've, I'm sure we all know a handful of people in our family who are never going to tell that story. You know, Amen. We're never going to have that conversation. So Amen. do yourself a favor because I can't even tell you how many sessions I've had where it's yeah. something about 
genealogy or about paternity, right. maternity, things like that. If Extra you, branches on the tree. If you have <laughs> stories, if you have truths that you think intermingle with other people's lives, yeah. write it down somewhere safe that you don't have to worry about it being kind of released before your permission okay. to. Gotcha. But as a posthumous kind yeah. of thing, do your family line a favor and write down your truths or your version of it. To at least give some clarity as well. Gotcha. That's mm-hmm. good. So is that like kind of when you're sifting through a, a junk drawer and you pull something out? And you can get a little PO box. You can get a security yeah. box or something. You can trust it with a lawyer, whatever it is yeah. you want to do. Leave something there that can give clarity to if you know that there are some Come things in the questions. Closet. Yes. Oh, that fascinating that's really good because you have to know yourself listen if you don't feel that there's something that you can communicate because listen we're all human Mm -hmm. and sometimes people don't feel and i find this a lot too most i'd be curious to hear your thoughts Mm -hmm. a lot of people did not feel brave enough to have certain conversations or tell certain truths yes so i think that you have to meet yourself in the middle and know yourself too yeah you know but i love that give them a nugget different timelines Mm -hmm. of what was allowed to be spoken what wasn't Mm -hmm. allowed to be spoken how one must act Mm -hmm. you know i mean as much as we can be like oh yeah just be you you're still you know constrained confined Mm -hmm. to what that looks like and there's also willingness for people to actually listen to you and hear what you have to say you know there's people in your family that are not going to listen to you no matter what and they want to hold on to their trauma and their mm-hmm. issues and they're not willing to unpack stuff and that might be something you know that you're just like it is what it is yeah and be okay with moving on and like you said things it's okay if things are not resolved if it's something that really makes you uncomfortable and if it's something you're like it's not gonna do me any good right or if you've made peace with it and it's just gonna reopen trauma then don't it's yeah. just like you said write it and leave it Yep. Guys, when we find our P.O. box for this podcast, (laughs) (laughs) anything else you guys want to add about lessons from the dead? Um, I mean, I think, I mean, obviously one of the biggest ones, the point that we show up and do the work is that that life continues and that connection continues. So I really find that for a lot of people in the grieving process, it's Mm -hmm. finding a way to now integrate that relationship in the mundane life moving forward, whether that be um, setting kind of holidays, Mm -hmm. celebrating that uh, Mm -hmm. special person, having an area in your house. If you want to have a little bit like an altar or a shrine, um, some way for you personally to kind of sit down the same way that you, you know, you would go to temple or or church and you would pray yeah. to creator spirit god goddess yeah. whatever you can do that with your family members that's so true you know and if you don't that's also okay absolutely right also fine absolutely your family members are always with you and they're yeah. not tied down to a burial site to a site Ooh, of a really tragedy, good point anything good point. like that you know not stuck there mm-hmm. one thing i i will say is that when my brother passed away and that was it was you know, pretty intense. I, I had a reading and she's like, death is just a doorway. Mm-hmm. And ever since then that stuck with me, it's like, death is just a doorway. And you just interact with them just a little bit differently, you know, and that's always stuck with me. And I think to both of your points is really have your affairs as a human in place. So that way your family, your loved ones, everyone else doesn't have to scurry around and, and isn't like fighting. And it's a lot of unnecessary stress that we can avoid for our family members. If we're like, this is where my living will is. This is where my will is. This is where my, you know, uh, where all my burial stuff, like for me, I already want to start paying for my burial now. Mm-hmm. So that way I, my, my family doesn't have to be buried, bur- you know, burdened with that. It's expensive to be buried, you know? And I just, 
I just want people to know what your wishes are and be okay with saying, these are my wishes. And this is what I want. Like I've had this, I've had this conversation with my dad. I've had this conversation with my mom. I know that my dad has a loving will in place. I know my mom does not because my mom has her head in the sand and, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, that's her truth and that's her life. But we've had this conversation and ultimately I'm not going to take on that stress of mm-hmm. you don't have your shit straight. That's your problem. Not mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. It will, it will be a problem when she dies, but I'm sorry, mom, <laughs> don't listen to this podcast. Okay. <laughs> so so just to know your ceremony. Yeah. For when you want to go. Yeah. Because it point. should be a thing of welcome home, not despair and loss, you know, or how many that I've had like patients of dementia or, you know, on the other side, they had dementia or in a coma. They're like, Oh my God, I had to live through my wake because everyone's <laughs> dumping all of the guilt and it's just, and there's nothing that they can do to react. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. <laughs> that sounds intense. Mm. No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. So, but no, no, what you want for your ceremony. How do you want your celebration of life? Yeah. Um, and you deserve it no matter what, it's still a way for you to go home. And I think it's funny too, because if anybody's kind of like a true crime fan, yeah. I know that like the big thing over the past couple of years is like a, if I go missing folder, mm-hmm. if I go dead folder, <laughs> yes! I know. Yes! so I, I know that it's trendy for people to do it for like, if I go missing, but you know, create a folder at the same yes! time for, you know, if I have. And what's pass. your passwords? What's like yes. you have 401k? Like, what is your passwords? What are all your accounts? Like, do you, you know, have somebody tied to your bank account? Yeah. Like, it's not like, yeah, that's yeah. a good point. This is so funny. Like how many, like, if you go missing, they were a shining bright star whenever they right. lit up the room. And I'm like, do not say that I lit up a room because I am going missing. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you how many Dateline episodes I watched. My partner and I was like, oh, they lit up the room. That was your first mistake. Oh <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was a dickhead. And <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's so funny. All right. So anything else you guys want to add before we wrap up this episode of lessons from the dead? Yes. Um, in, you know, in whatever indefinite amount of years that I do pass, don't you dare put me on a t-shirt. Listen, I'm too familiar with those kinds. Of, I don't All right, I don't want to be in a paperweight. I don't want to be in jewelry. I don't yeah. want to be like I don't want to be stationary anywhere except for in whatever. Oh well, hold on. No, I might be in a cocktail ring. That's okay with me. I might be. Oh, all right, fine. Nice little jewelry. Just like the most gaudy one you could find. Oh my god, big and bold. I think there's something so stunning about that. <laughs> but then put the rest in a tree. Put the rest in a tree. What about yeah. three old tree? Tree. Mm-hmm. All of you. Yeah. All right. We want to, okay, all of us in tree. I'd like to have part of me go to the ocean. All right. So everyone have a great day and thank you all for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope that you found the episode to be enlightening and insightful. Our goal is to create content that not only entertains, but also helps you grow spiritually and connect with your inner self. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, we would greatly appreciate if you could take a moment to like, subscribe, and write a review. Your feedback is incredibly valuable to us and helps us to improve the quality of our content and to reach a wider audience. We believe that by sharing knowledge and insights about spirituality, we can help inspire positive change and personal growth. So if you found our podcast to be meaningful and informative, we encourage you to share it with your friends and family. 
Thank you once again for your support and for joining us on this journey of self-discovery and spiritual growth. We look forward to sharing more episodes with you in the future. Mm -hmm.